Let's go. Hey, everybody. It's Mormon Talk again. We're trying a different format today. Woo. Yeah, we're going to be shooting from somewhere. I think it's from the... The hip. Tip? Right. No, no, the hip. From the mid-range. Mid-range. From the hip. hip. We're shooting from the hip, boys and girls. From the hip. And it, it is Easter. Woo! And by the time you hear this, it'll probably be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're behind on publishing these a little bit. Sorry, folks. Um, yes. So we're going to switch the order of things, too. And instead of doing church in the news, which is what we're going to do our from the hip thing about, we're going to do a little bit of for your information. Happy Easter, all you pagan chocolate leg egg laying egg laying yeah oh. egg laying. The true reason I left <laughs> religion and the belief system of God, how the Mormon church sees it, is because I just really, really gravitated towards this idea of a giant bunny mm. leaving candy. I mean, that's my God. Who wouldn't want that God? I so agree. I worship him now or her. For you I too, Mitch. To that creature, but. I mean, I'm curious, Mitch, in your, in your aspect of the bunny, do they shit out the candy? Um, you know, I've thought of that. There's a lot of theories out there. A lot of, there are a lot of people, a lot of people <laughs> think that, uh, that they do shit out the candy. That's well, the candy for, for sure. The raisinets are shit out. Yeah. yeah. The um, <laughs> so that's yeah. I would refer the audience and my brethren that you can look at Veggie Tales. It's a series of Christian based uh, cartoons. And one of them is about Easter, and they got a little jingle the bunny, the bunny, we all love the bunny. And it's about a chocolate factory. No Willy Wonka, but yeah. Oh, I thought it was a Playboy issue of Veggie Tales. I love the bunny too. Yeah, it's. Okay. Let All me right. look at those rutabagas. So, for your information, Dave, take it away. What do we got going on? It's 1970, and it is Ooh. apparently it is Valentine's Day of that year. Oh, yeah. yeah. First presidency and presiding bishopric launched first organized effort to provide sufficient security for the church headquarters buildings. <laughs> now, again... <laughs> Recall the time frame, threats, all of the the black issues and the priesthood, Mm. and because God won't protect his chosen few, we we need extra security. That's the piece that I keep going back to. I remember, Dave, during the World War II segment where you said they put in bulletproof glass in the church office, and I'm like, uh, God's protection. I mean, it doesn't mean be an idiot and not be careful, right? But bulletproof glass and all this. It, well, no, 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 no. Here's yeah. the thing that a lot of people miss. The bulletproof glass, any protective efforts that the church puts forward, and they consecrate it with the priesthood. And so <laughs> you've got regular bulletproof Consecrated glass. glass. <laughs> that, you know, some Nazi could shoot and Satan would be like, Arter, yeah, yeah. But they consecrated it with the priesthood, and so there's no getting through that glass. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. You're welcome. All right. March 30th, current LDS president, Joseph Fielding, 
recently Anne's 50 year service as church historian. 50 years. They called him to be the prophet, which is our next little entry. That was it. They had to release him. Wow. 50 years. Yeah. 50 years of twist history. Well, I was going to say, was he a legit historian? Because I know we've talked before about the fact that they used to have trained historians as the church historians. That was like their not in their academic training. Yeah, not in this case. And then it would change again. I'm sure we'll probably get into this depending on how far the the entries go in the book. It would change again, as you and I know, Dave, to the church historian would often be a, a lawyer. Or a legal background, yeah. Person, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which makes you scratch your head. Why do you need a legal someone with legal training to be your historian? Okay, April twenty fifth, nineteen seventy. Church News has headline reference to recently sustained LDS president as quote unquote the prophet, which is repeated in a May ninth article attribute to the prophet. Joseph Fielding Smith is the first LDS president identified by the church news headlines as the prophet throughout his administration. This practice intensifies for his successors. So he's he's not so much the president, he's the prophet. So let's Okay, okay. okay. so that's the language changed during that time. Wow, I have no adjustments. Yes. President, it's the prophet. Way back, way back, 1970. So here's here's some fun history. It's not really fun, but it's history. May 12th, after days of student protests at the University of Utah against Ohio National Guard's killing of students at Kent State, bomb Mm. destroys offices of the Utah National Guard. You'll recall... Just apparently, according to Stephen Stills, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young wrote their song entitled For What It's Worth just minutes after they heard about the shootings at Kent State. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, Musical it, history there, it's too. A chilling, it's a chilling song. And uh, yeah. Boom. Mm. Right, right there. Okay. Let's wow. jump into July 17th. First presidency letter ends financial independence of Relief Society by stopping payment of dues, prohibiting traditional Relief Society bazaar, which is described as a noisy carnival-like or commercial atmosphere. Now, that's (laughs) two different subjects. I did not know there were dues exactly from the Relief Society. Oh I, wow! I did not know that. Like, like a, like the. I'm thinking of the Flintstones. What was that club that him and Barney were a part oh, yeah, of? Yeah, the uh, the lodge. Yeah, uh, yeah. They they put those hats on with the. <laughs> <laughs> did you pay your dues? <laughs> oh man! Well, they had to to focus on what really matters in the church. Yeah, that's interesting. So the Relief Society had their own finances. It sounds like so that with, ended. That, with the dues, and then the bazaar was probably an event where you would go pay for things, you know, yeah. enter, whatever food, entertainment, and they would. Okay, interesting. So as usual, I have distinct memories of uh, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Talking to her sister friends and saying, "Are you going to go to the bazaar?" I remember oh. this vividly, and I'm like, "Bazaar? Yeah. Isn't that a word to describe something very unusual? Bazaar? <laughs> <laughs> How bizarre? How bizarre? Yeah. 
Now, here's here's a fun one. Just see what you read into this. July 24th. Oh, there's an important date. LDS headquarters invites only prominent Republicans to Salt Lake City Airport to greet U.S. President Richard M. Nixon. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, God. Yeah. No politics in this I church. <laughs> That's probably just, felt uh, right, you know, right, fit right in. Felt so comfortable with the morning. Well, these people are like me. They're liars. I mean, they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're spreading the truth. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, th- this one's just kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And we'll finish 1970 with this. First presidency's wow. instruction, a female church member married a non-member, to a non-member, is not permitted to receive a temple recommend for her endowment blessing. So get get your non-member husband wow. baptized or sorry, no celestial kingdom for you. I mean, there, there it is again. Yeah, there and it is. Most I'm guessing the reverse wasn't true. So if I'm an active male and I marry a, a non-member woman, I get to still have my temple recommend. Well, I yeah. So, the patriarchy uh, runs the church, of course. Yeah, so that, there's right. no question there. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it it's actually pretty disgusting once you think about all the scenarios, and I'm sure there's thousands and thousands. I have an acquaintance that they were. It was an inter in a mixed faith marriage. Husband did not believe Mormon church. Wife did. She could not go through the temple without his permission. So even even though he's not a member, they still. We're like, well, we uh, you can't go through. We're just trying to balance harmony in the home. But if it, I, I agree with Mike. <laughs> if it was reversed, and he was like, well, I want to go through the temple. My wife's not a member, and she disagrees. They'd be like, well, you just trample as a priesthood holder in your home. Yeah, yeah maybe she'll join the church. Finally, uh, he did. Uh, well, like, let, he, there he it is. Females are subordinate beings. They are second yeah. class <laughs> citizens, and yeah. it was really bad. And yeah. supposedly, it just got better and better and better uh mm, but a lot of sisters no. still aren't happy yeah. they're still not I, happy since we brought up this topic i didn't know this topic was going to come up i can give you guys a real life example my wife and i when we were living in a southern state for a period of time in this small branch this was during a time when we were basically on the final way out of the church we were still attending off and on but we were so i wasn't wearing my garments i didn't have a current temple recommend uh, my wife wasn't either and so this is a perfect example because the branch president of this southern state branch he wanted me to be like the elders quorum president. And he had this path in his mind where I was going to replace him as the branch president eventually. Cause he was getting older and he's like, yeah, I see you moving into this role. Like it's a career thing. And then my wife was told she couldn't, he wanted her to be in the relief society presidency, but he couldn't go through with it. Cause she didn't have her, she wasn't wearing her garments and didn't have a temple recommend. There you you and they actually, fuck you they actually ordained me in the presidency of the elders quorum without my garments or a temple recommend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story, and I'm sticking. Oh, to it. it's, oh. so called by desperation, not by inspiration. Yeah, yeah, I told you the story of we needed an executive secretary in the bishopric, and the bishop sitting there. Well, why don't we call John? 
we'll just get him to quit smoking. (laughs) And he did. He quit smoking and accepted the calling. (laughs) Desperation, man. Desperation, man. All right. Well, we're going to get into our first From the Hip episode here, folks. Thanks, Dave, again for a fantastic and ever shocking and hilarious for your information. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we should change the title. I'm just thinking real quickly. For mm-hmm. your entertainment. <laughs> for your, yeah. <laughs> for, you know, you can, no, that's true. You can do a play on words. For your inner, I-N-N-E-R. For your inner entertainment. entertainment. <laughs> or inner attainment. Yeah. And yeah. You, you define that any way you will. Yes. Uh, so, from the hip, folks, we're getting into a, a little foray or exploration here not that kind mitch oh. it's like an open world speedlunking um, like skyrim <laughs> if you're gamers just imagine that there's no structure and we can yeah so we're just through the valley of mormonism exactly we're gonna just pull up the news we might as well give it the in the news intro right so how about uh, a little bit of lds church in the news from the hip. By the way, it's not that new. We should uh, we should change this um, recycle tradition. Recycle. From now on, it's not LDS Church in the news. It's LDS Church in the nude, and we all have to. <laughs> That's actually, very that. disturbing. Because nude nude suggests it's like bare bones truth about the. So church. we got to stay true to that. Yeah. So no, Rusty Nelson showed up at conference. Uh, <laughs> Naked, just to comply with oh, your wishes. Did you God. know that, Mitch? Yeah, Rusty Nail said, "I want to be perfectly honest and bare all my soul to you and and some other body parts." And here, here it is. What's and then the end of the whole congregation sings, "Do your balls hang low? Do they wobble to and fro?" I'm I'm only imagining what it would be like. I for some reason when I picture. Uh, and I don't know how we went down this road, but now that I'm in, picturing uh, Rusty Nelson naked, um, oh, I, you, sorry, he, uh, he would. Uh, have you guys seen the Dark Crystal? Yes. Yeah, yes. you know those those creatures with the beaks that are just like old and different. Oh yeah, right. yes. Yeah. Give me your tithing, <laughs> or I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Thank God oh. for this lighted pen. I've I've replaced my unit with this lighted pen, and it's wonderful. Oh God! Okay. okay, all right, all right. Well, you know what we're gonna use today? Our first uh, iconic flagship premiere introductory launch <laughs> into Damn. from the hip. <laughs> Is the Salt Lake Tribune uh, column, you guys have heard this mentioned before on the show, called Mormon Land. So, because they're a podcast, I think they're, I keep saying this because I don't research it deeply enough. They, I think they're pro-Mormon. You shouldn't. Pro-LDS. Daddy, daddy, uh, daddy, I don't want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to Mormon Land. (laughs) <laughs> it's a new land in Disney, like they have Tomorrowland, you know. Said, new this Mormon is the land. Same barn, son, that Joseph and Fanny tumbled in. Look, there's a doll over there. Go ahead and give it a go. 
Had to be a prophet. <laughs> oh God! So uh, Mormon land because they they're kind of like Church in the News. They have several topics they cover in the pie, and so this is the text version of that. So I figured, what the hey? Because there's cool stuff in here. So the thank title. You for your language. Oh, thank you. Uh, the title, latest from Mormon land: How COVID may have slowed church growth. Remembering Chieko Okazaki. Also. More on James Huntsman versus the church and President Essel, <laughs> <laughs> Rusty Nail, Palm Sunday invitation. So what? there's all our stuff. What's in his palm? Oh. What? Uh, a Sunday invitation. Come oh. get it. Come get it, child. Give me your Take it from my palm. <laughs> <laughs> so, church growth during COVID. The church reported significant growth gains for 2019. I don't know what significant means. I kind of doubt that. Two. That momentum likely hit a wall, a COVID-19 wall last year. Tens of thousands of missionaries were released or reassigned. Uh-oh. Well, I didn't um, know about uh, that. I mean, I yeah. would have assumed that would have happened, but I, there yeah. it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Convert baptisms plunged. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and baby blessings were put off. Fewer children of record were put on church rolls. Um, I have a metric on that, actually. So that would be like a motherless child. I mean, that's almost like an orphan. What? You didn't get your baby blessing, you bastard child. Yeah, I have a metric on that. Check this out. About 65,500 children were added to church membership in 2020. That was down 47%. Whoa! From a modern peak that was reached in 2008. Wow. So, hallelujah. Well, there's proof that Satan reigns supreme upon the face of the earth. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I've, I've witnessed that for myself. But that aside, um, <laughs> baby blessings in the Mormon church, we could argue all day that that's more of a cultural. Yeah. No, no. it's not like it not is. an ordination, not right. an ordinance, I should say. It's not a saving ordinance, no. But anyway, yeah, it, I just think it's funny. It's like, it is your funny. baby. What? Culture? Baby? Did somebody say culture? We kind of. Uh, that's uh, right. Yeah. We kind of covered that in uh, yeah. the two weeks ago. Yeah. Things and all that shit. Yeah, all the shenanigans. Um, here's some stats that they give in the article. Total membership, 16.75 million We've all talked about the fact that, well, even statisticians that are outside of the church or whatever. This is, I think this is more commonly known now. Yeah. Activity rate is guessed at about 5%. 5 what? to 10%. I what? mean, um, it's, con- it's, yeah. it's getting to be more of a common thing. Yeah. It's, I think it's hilarious because because of the pushback that ex-Mormons like us are giving, they're going, stop giving. Stop you're with the bullshit numbers. That's why we left, but you're yeah. still being designed. We've got almost 17 million. About 6 million actually go to church, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) And they only go once a year on either Easter or Christmas. Oh, that's Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, Dave, get it right. We're quickly moving toward that, you know. Yeah, that's true. I I just purchased a new incense ball. Mm. I'm thinking that's next. We're going to be swinging incense around in sacrament meeting. Well, some of us are swinging balls already, Dave. Oh, Rusty Nail again? No, Frankie, keep your fucking... No! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Frankie. High five. 
So total membership, 16.75 million. That's up 200,000 from 2019. So that's what they say the great growth was in 2020, a 1.2% increase. Hmm. I, I just imagined that wording. The great growth. To 2020. 20, yeah. The great. Were you a, were you, I was alive. 1.2%. <laughs> Here's the telling numbers. Here's the telling numbers. New converts. 200,000, we just said, down by almost 50,000, a nearly 20% drop. So membership went up, but new converts, new converts went down. So that's children of record then. It's children of record. New children of record, 60,000, down more than 34,000, a 36.4% fall from the prior year. Congregations, 31,140, up 200 a 0.65% boost. And, you know, congregations, we don't want to segue off on this today, but we talked, listeners may recall, because they listened to every single one of our episodes in order multiple times. <laughs> Holland, remember the Holland episode, Holler and Jowls or whatever that was called. Howls, Jowls, um, and Growls. Howls, Jowls, and Growls. Ah, Dave with the full title. Um, I'm not a dono. <laughs> they, he, that was one of the lies that we talked about where he said how many stakes and wards and things were being created. And it was outright lies because we have those statistics publicly. So it piece of shit, motherfucker. Okay. No, uh, he didn't lie. He was just misinformed. God. Yeah, that's right. This is cool because I didn't know this. Many listeners, especially by the time we publish this episode, five months after we record it, <laughs> will know about James Huntsman. Evidently, it peaked like three days ago, but it's been going on for a while. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, James Huntsman. I think he's the son, not grandson of the big deal Huntsman, right? I don't and know. And if we have that wrong, James, please. James, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, James Huntsman. Oh, my God. I'd love to have him as a guest. James Huntsman versus the church. So for those who, like myself, obviously don't look at the news, <laughs> James Huntsman, a member of a prominent Latter-day Saint family, recently accused the church of fraud and sued to recover millions of dollars in tithing. If I only had millions of dollars of tithing, Mitch. Well, and again, that's you, just 10%. You know, Yes, exactly. And that's why they rose yeah, to the, the leadership positions that they were in, not only church-wise, but politically endorsed by the church. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Hope bigger, James, if you're listening, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for you to take upon yourself a vigilante name and become kind of Robin Hood. For the surname fits. Huntsman. Huntsman. <gasps> the Huntsman. Come on, James. If you're listening to this, Huntsman, come on. You could be, I mean, you'll probably come up with a... What, what does Chris Hemsworth think about that? Huntsman alleges that the global faith has, quote, repeatedly and publicly lied. Now, I had said before that he's an active member. I don't think so, because I misread. I, he not says, anymore, he's not. <laughs> well, it says he's a member, he's a member of a prominent Latter-day Saint family, not yeah. a member of Latter-day Saints. I don't uh, think he's a member. Yeah, I would. I would be really surprised if he was still in that. No. Yeah. Just that I, one I, statement: the church has I mean, repeatedly I mean, lied. Uh, I think you're out the door, sir. 
can't sue you guys for so, all your work, but I believe in you. Yeah, I think he's got to be. Yeah. Um, so he's lied. And this is from the hip. So we weren't planning on talking about this. So we don't have research. So whatever. It doesn't matter. He repeatedly and publicly lied about its use of billions of dollars in member donations solicited to pay for missionary work, temple building, and other educational and charitable work. Citing a whistleblower's much publicized IRS complaint about the church's 100 billion, quote, rainy day fund. Huntsman's federal lawsuit states that millions instead went toward commercial enterprises. Uh-huh. On this week's podcast, Sam Brunson, a Latter-day Saint and tax law professor at Loyola University in Chicago, talks about the lawsuit, the church's investment reserves, its tax implications, and the faith's finances, and that's in the Mormon Land podcast. But here's the thing that I like about this story the most. Who cares? I hate to say it this way. If even... A thousand, ten thousand lay members who are estranged from the church got together and said, we want to, the church to make account for this and our tithing. All of those ten thousand members that signed a petition would not have a fraction of the tithing paid that one man has here. <laughs> yeah. The one percent. He is part of the one yeah. percent. The family and he can afford expensive lawyers. So I am excited about this. So there's there's this trend because I'm actually grateful that this is happening as well because this isn't the first time we've heard about a lawsuit coming against coming out against the church. The difference here is money this prominent figure. Not just money, like but yes, he, he's good inheritance to be able to fight the church. But it's the fact that he he's from a prominent family. Yes. Yes. I am from this family. I'm going to, I'm going to kick back. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Against the pricks. You know what this reminds me of it a little bit is BH Roberts, prominent family. Yeah. Yeah. Running with, running with the big wigs and says, you know, there's some bullshit going on here in this book of Myerman thing and uh, whatever. I mean, it's the same, same kind of, scenario there you know what i just saw dave when you and heard in my mind when you said running with you know the i thought of the van halen song running with the devil <laughs> running with the devil would you jump out of the church oh my god we need to do a, a church version of it that's it it's done oh my god we're, we're doing it write that down mitch Church yeah. version of. I know with- all the lyrics. We could do it right now, but oh yeah. my god, love that shit. Um, okay, yeah, so cool. I mean, I we could beat the dead horse here, obviously, but I'm going to be very interested how this plays out because here's a man with his lawyers and his money, right? One of the few people on earth, really, who is estranged from the church and can do something about it, as far as at least worst case lots of publicity about what's going on so tithing and here here's for all those active mormons that regularly listen to our podcast and focus on the that one person oh there's two now oh Oh, look at that oh they're missionaries anyway (laughs) let me just tell you the argument i get and we all get over things like this whether we have a podcast speaking against the church whether people just are speaking out against the church in general, or uh, James Huntsman, who is actively suing, going against the church financially and to expose them. A lot of members will say, why can't you just leave the church, but you can't leave it alone? What, what, 
is so angry. And it's so ironic. We were taught to stand for truth, people. Yeah. That's, why, that's it. Yes. And so yes. what happens when you're taught your whole life to stand up for truth? And then you find out that the people teaching you that have been lying to you your whole fucking life. Are you going to be like, well, it's a big deal. I even know they taught me that I should stand for truth. Oh, they're lying? I'll just leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, good on this so guy. On it's the principle above even, even the money. Because I, I did a rough estimate, and I figure I gave upwards of $75,000 in tithing and other funds to the church, not 75 million or whatever he's given. So yeah, there's, I would like to have that back, but yes, it's the ethics of it or the non-existence of ethics. Even if this doesn't go anywhere, this is happening more regularly. Exposure that the church is getting the negative exposure. That's my hope. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. It's not that, that we're, you know, all these ex-Mormons are just assholes and like, you know what? This is a good organization, but fuck them all. <laughs> no. The, yeah. So the truth, and I agree 100%, Dave, it's, it's the principle behind it. Yeah. And yeah. Even if this yeah. doesn't go through, it's going to. It's going to. Graves. Yeah. More my, my guess is it's going to be big. This is going to be big. I agree. I'm anxiously looking to see how it goes. Um, and I, I don't think somebody like Huntsman would just let it go. I could be wrong. I don't know James Huntsman, but I don't think somebody like Huntsman would let it go like the church generally wants and be like, yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, they want to settle out of court. And they're going to pay me, you know, a $10 million settlement. Oh, okay, I'm done. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think he needs that. To me, it's not that he needs the money. It's that he's trying oh, no. to show the fraud. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Again, principle. So, so here, unlike many members, we use check. the money. Yeah. We're going to reimburse you. Here's your check. And yeah. as you leave, as you're skipping down the sidewalk, we want you to hum this song. Give, said the little thing. Give, oh, give. Give, oh, give. Keep fucking giving until the day you die. Uh, possession for a, a few seconds there of Mitch with the Packer spirit. Um, oh my God. So we're going to run through a few more from the hip here. Remembering Chieko Okazaki, and I actually I pronounce her name because I, I, I speak a little Japanese. Who do you have to say? She was in the Relief Society presidency for us a bit. <laughs> Good one, Mitch. I have the church to thank for that. See? I'm going back. That's that's the so thirty one years ago this week this this statement actually cracks me up thirty one years ago this week Chieko Kazaki made history by becoming the first non white member of the Relief Society General Presidency now I don't know about you guys this is kind of just this is almost trivial it's just semantics non white <laughs> um, she's as white as most Caucasian mem- I probably would have used the term non Caucasian if it was me not non white white Fuck, even just saying non-American. Yeah, <laughs> right. Such an Americanized Caucasian from America so. is probably the term anyway. But the beloved Japanese-American convert made her mark with her master teaching soulful sermons and powerful prose. Wow, that was quite the construct sentence. Hi- highly educated lady, yes. Yes. 
Um, do you see the double alliteration here? Soulful sermons and powerful prose. Ooh. I like that. Neil yeah. Pert, move over. Yeah, move over, Neil Pert. Here comes. I gotta take lessons from spurt. these writers. I'm gonna write a book called Mormons are Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Monstrous Mormon Miasma. <laughs> Mormons aren't. That's all I'm going to read about her. Um, <laughs> then, as Latter-day Saints prepare for their third straight all-virtual general conference this Easter weekend, upon which we are in the second day of here Sunday, the Salt Lake Tribune published a special section that highlighted a range of topics, including the rising debate among students, alumni, and some Orthodox members about whether the faith's flagship and famously conservative school, Brigham Young University, is becoming, quote, too liberal. Unquote. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> An extended Q&A with a leading architect about the church's track record in preserving its historic buildings. Eh, blah, blah. Speaking of temples, vicarious religious rites for dead ancestors have been virtually shut down during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, but family history work has been booming. Yeah, because people are at home in front of the computer. Okay, I just saw a picture there from what you just said. Day yeah. of the Living Dead. And instead of it, they're just chasing you to, to kill you and maybe eat you. It's like, <laughs> why didn't you do my temple work? <laughs> you fuckers. Bring <laughs> a little bug and I'm I'm rotting in my grave with no temple work. Yeah, so Wayne, why are you trying to kill me? You write novels about you. Dude, imagine just dubbing over the living dead, and instead of brains, it's it's like temple work. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Instead of the Grateful Dead, it's the Ungrateful Dead. <laughs> it's the Ungrateful the Dead. Oh, dead. I like that. Oh my God. Along with all this, all these things that constantly seem to be happening at Brigham Young and right, Br Brigham Young University, and rightfully so, conservative. Some could argue backwards school. <clears throat> uh, what I find hilarious, and it, it's coming out more and more. But I don't think Brigham Young University will stand much longer as it does today because of who who it's named after. Yeah, that's right. It could be any other prophet, and I would be like, okay, maybe I, it'll I work. Agree, yeah, right. Whatever. Right. Brigham Young. Yeah. Let's name this prestigious university and keep it. There's already there's already petitions to take the Brigham Young statues down. Yeah. Well, and, and they spray painted the word racist on the well, on it, the foundation of the statue. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not yeah. gonna last. And 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 I sorry, sorry, all you active Mormons, but I love it. I'm like, finally, more exposure. Get this like Brigham Young was a prophet in in your church. And, and you still idolize him. Well, he wasn't Oh, Brigham Young, he was one of the worst. And, and, you know, he was still a prophet, but he was one of the worst. And we don't really like what he said, but we have a whole university dedicated to the brilliance of that man. Yeah, I I agree. I can't see how it will last. There's no way. Um, we want to fit this in this little From the Hip episode. The peace and hope of Easter message from Rusty Nail. I hope he talks about the Easter Bunny. I haven't heard so it yet. God, if he doesn't. Well, that, so. that sounds like uh, uh, his previous talk, Gratitude, mm -hmm. and what was the second prayer, part? Right? Prayer. Gratitude prayer. and prayer, and now peace and hope. 
Yeah, it's five minutes, so we have time here. Let, let's see what he yeah, says. Give this a listen. And we can give this, we'll make this our last from the hip thing and pause and comment if we feel like it. Here we go. Because of Jesus Christ, we celebrate Easter. Okay, so I'm going to pause right there already. So, Damn it, Mike. Uh, no. research. People, no, it's research. pagan. It's pagan. It's a pagan holiday based on a fertility goddess. It is not based on Jesus Christ. At the all. Catholic Church and then later churches like ours uh, used that pagan holiday and incorporated it as part of their. Oh, we'll just say people can still celebrate this, but but it's for this reason too now. Well, and, and this so is just a small yeah small difference of opinion. I I don't like how he said that. I would. I would rather him say, because of Joseph Smith, we can celebrate. For Joseph Smith wouldn't know the real birth date. Christ. Well, that's right. Birth but he did, he did reproduce like a rabbit, though. So. He restored restoration. It's <laughs> <laughs> not because of fucking Christ. Yeah. Because of it is be- that I hope to meet one day in heaven. Yeah, Joseph I mean, Smith. if Jesus is there, that would be awesome. But Joseph Smith. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh <laughs> What else does he say here? And Easter is all about peace and hope. Actually, actually, Easter is all about fertility. And then if you modernize it, it's all about candy and eggs. Cadbury. Find some eggs. (laughs) My chocolate egg has hay and alfalfa in it. Did I grab the wrong thing? We wanted you, Dave, our little boy, to remember where Christ was born in a stable. There's even some uh, poop in there. (laughs) Okay. Don't eat it. Here we we go. Oh, nice music. During several decades of church service, I've had some unforgettable moments while traveling. Wow. I just want to point out, I know we're poor Rusty. We're like pausing every 10 seconds like he does. Wah, wah. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy. Thank you. Um, so, so, you know, uh, he, you guys may notice this in the videos he's done. Uh, there's been a few now. He noticeably, okay, we're not, we don't have to be audiophiles to catch this. He noticeably emphasizes certain words when he talks. And one of the group of words, yeah, one of the groups of words he emphasizes anything that talks to how long he's been in the church because that matters, right? So, well, it does. Through decades in the church. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Of course, you just get smarter and smarter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Here we go. While traveling. One occurred years ago while flying to the inauguration of the university president, where I was to offer the invocation. Mitch brought this up earlier, and and let's try to not spend 30 minutes on this because (laughs) it's very triggering. But here we go. He's going to share this story. It was a short flight in a small two-engine plane. We were halfway to our destination when the right engine suddenly exploded, spewing flaming fuel all over the right side of the plane. The plane was on fire, careening to the earth in a spiral dive. I expected to die. Miraculously, the dive extinguished the fire. The pilot was able to restore power to the other engine and make a safe landing. 
and I actually made it to the inauguration on time. Oh, good. Oh, God. It's not that dramatic, unexpected experience. I was surprisingly calm. This is the part we don't want to spend an hour on because we easily could. We talked before about the fact that people, if you listen to the whole event uh, in prior uh, excerpts, you'll probably say it. Right people here. were screaming, you know, because hello, you know, and he's going to talk about how he was so serenely calm because of Jesus and those poor other pieces of shit around him, you know, who were screaming. They obviously didn't have faith in God. I mean, <laughs> now you're putting words in his mouth. Okay, here we go. Listen to the message. My entire life flashed before me. Oh, shit. While approaching what seemed to be certain death, I was at peace. Well, if I was 96 fucking years old. <laughs> he said years ago, so 86, okay? Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I knew that my wife and I were sealed to each other eternally. He knew it. He didn't believe it. No. He knew it. And our children were sealed to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks to the Lord, I knew we would all be together again. He knew it. I was at peace, ready to meet my maker. Mm-hmm. For the past year, we have all been dealing with dramatic um, and quick, unexpected what events. What you brought up. So this story has been told before. He's tweaked it now. Because I think he realized how prick he sounded like in the first <laughs> rendition of this story. He, he talks about everyone else, like Mike said, and it wasn't as explicit as that. He, he says, I looked around and I saw those poor bastards, like, but I was at peace. And that we've talked about, so we won't hit this mm. over the head more than it needs to be, but especially the leaders of the church, the sense of, oh, oh, well, everyone was screaming. I was at peace. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's what Christ would do right now. He'd be like, hey, guys, guys, I got a, another Sermon on the Mount. The boat was sinking. Everyone was freaking out, but not me. Nope. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> because I had an inflatable <laughs> raft <laughs> in my ass. My <laughs> I just want you to know that I was at peace. And it, it, that's exactly what he did in yeah. that talk that we spent two episodes on. Come follow me. Oh, yeah. You poor yeah. bastards who don't have these saving ordinances. God, what, yeah. what yeah. the hell is wrong with you? you, you and it's the same elitism as the temple story we talked about where the tornado or the hurricane hit, uh, the, I think it was the Philippines, right? Right. Uh, same, same, matter. same thing. And, well, you know, God, God does sometimes intervene. He helped all the Mormons by the temple. <laughs> Never mind the fact that hundreds of other people died in the hurricane. Some other story, I'm probably going to butcher this. In the airport? In the airport bombing. There was yeah. a bombing. And, yeah. And they were like, Bird. Yeah. Do you care about anyone else in there? Yeah. The dozens of other people. Nope. Yeah. Guys, look at all the death, but... Who, what church, what church's missionaries weren't touched? Shouldn't that tell you something? Yeah, yeah. What else does he have to say here? Uh, he says, over the past year, a lot of people have had trauma. He's referencing COVID, you know, a lot of challenges. Amid such uncertainty, there is only one way to feel at peace. The real peace that passes all understanding. That peace is found in faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So the real peace that passes all understanding is uh, placating yourself with the yeah. spaghetti monster in the sky. That's a piece that I don't understand. That's for yeah. sure. That's, that's going to help you. We could also say yeah. uh, what we just talked about in our recent piece of Jesus Christ according to Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's Who's, right. Whatever, Jesus right? really is according to Joseph yeah. Smith, which is nothing like what most people believe and it's a good good thing faith in jesus uh helps you through covid right so much pass the peace pipe yeah here we go when he suffered for our sins and weaknesses died on the cross and rose again the savior rewrote humanity's story Joseph Smith did. Speaking of rewriting stories. <laughs> hey, you got it right. <laughs> Speaking of I, I inadvertently spoke the truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we taught the church its narrative for decades as well, through most of my life. And then we rewrote the story. <laughs> We're still rewriting the story. <laughs> Oh, God, that's a great phrase that he picked. Okay. <laughs> the God of adjustments. Because of him, we do not have to deal with our frailties, sins, and fears alone. Um, wrong. <laughs> well, not alone. Hopefully, you've got friends and family or whoever to help you out. But there's no... Yeah, anyway. Here we go. Because of him, death is not the end. Mm-hmm. Resurrection will come to all who have ever lived. Mm-hmm. Because of him, yep. families can be together forever. Mm-hmm. Because of him. Because of Jesus. I do not believe in God, but I hope he exists. Because I want I, I want to be there. <laughs> You're like, you motherfucker! <laughs> when these prophets go to heaven, and if the, the actual, you know, how... Regular Christianity sees God yeah. existed, and he was up there. I want to see the ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, that'd be who awesome. The, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> I like the version of God portrayed in Bruce Almighty. That one I can deal with. That's uh, yeah, the Morgan Freeman yeah. uh, one. Well, yeah. That will never happen in Mormon land. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> Because of Jesus Christ, we celebrate Easter. Wrong again. And Easter is all about peace and hope. It's all about chocolate. On well. this Palm Sunday, I invite you to make this coming week truly holy by remembering not just the palms that were waved to honor the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem, but by remembering the palms of his hands. Oh, how clever. According to Isaiah, the Savior promised that he will never forget you, saying, Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. And according to Joseph Smith, there are men on the moon. <laughs> and, on the, and on the sun. And on the sun. Don't forget and that. Isaiah said that 800 years before Jesus was born. So... He was yeah. truly, truly a prophet. He must have known uh, the Old Norse uh, mythology around Odin dying on a tree. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Now, after all that Jesus Christ did for you, 
I invite you to do something this week to follow his teachings. Okay. You might make your prayers more earnest. Oh, there's prayers again. You could forgive someone. You know what I mean? Huh? You know what I mean? In the need. Hmm. You can start today on a new spiritual quest. This Easter, I encourage you to focus on the Savior. Oh, not Chocolate. If you are looking for a place to worship, please join with us. Yes, like the sign say, visitors welcome, and then in parentheses, not. <laughs> and in parentheses, if you're gay, we're going to kick your fucking ass out of here. By the way, don't forget your wallet. Oh, that's right. That's right. In 40, you know, 50 Even years though, ago, if we were black, we had done the same thing. That's right. Maybe we don't have dues anymore for Relief Society or or you know rent out whorehouses anymore, but uh, you're still expected to pay, buddy. Okay. On Easter Sunday, the Worldwide General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints will be filled with Christ-centered messages and Filled. music. Mm. We will gather virtually to worship our Redeemer. Please join with us. Invite your friends. Nope. Jesus Christ lives as our resurrected and atoning Savior. Mm -hmm. He's ready to help us grow from the dramatic Unexpected events in our lives. Unexpected. You know how, how he phrased work. Did you notice how he phrased that? He stands ready to help us grow from those events, not to Die. not to help us taper those events or 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 even God forbid, you know, prevent them. He's he's ready to watch them happen to us and help us grow. That's what he's going to do. Do you remember Job, these three friends that approached him and had a bunch of sunshine statements like that, trying to blow up mm -hmm. his ass? And he said, you are, of all men, the most miserable counselors, or whatever word he used. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, you're full of shit. You can leave now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, here we go. At this Easter season, let us worship. And praise him for the Rude peace, hope, light, and truth he brings to us. Oh, oh. he's going to pay my power bill? What? Oh. I, okay. <laughs> now, Dave, he doesn't give you any practical help. Oh, Come on. It's ethereal. Okay. Yes. You know, yeah. for me, as annoying and triggering as that message was, one thing that I was remembering and my where I stand that very much a part of who I am now is I hate that message. If you want to be a good person, do it for someone else like Christ and don't do it out of the goodness of your heart. Or because for yourself. You didn't <laughs> or for yourself. You yeah. wouldn't go and forgive other people. Yeah. You wouldn't go help your neighbor. You wouldn't try to love one another. Mm, you don't yeah. you're going to fucking hell. Uh -huh. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Open the shoes. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, <laughs> wrong answer. I mean, I, yeah. that was a very, was a very uh, poor way to introduce Antichrist. Uh, the agenda. Yeah. I, I hate the agenda. I hate, and it's just a personal preference for me. Why? Why put an agenda? Why? Why? That, the natural 
no pun intended, God-given gifts and rights that we have, we will do that. Humanity yeah. does not. And that, you know, yeah. we can get into what, whole What I'm getting idiot. right now, what's lacking, this word keeps coming to me, authenticity. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. No, nothing, it's all fake. It's all just a fucking... Yeah. I guess a bunny show, not a pony show, but whatever. Well, it's it's, it's uh, whatever phrase you want to use, right? It's a yeah. smoke screen. Yeah. So all the shit's hitting the fan. The world is in trouble in many ways. And here's a smoke screen. Yeah. Just have faith in Jesus. Yeah, that'll make it all right. You know. Hey, you know. are you are you struggling, Mike? Because you ever thought? No, I'm not, because I hear Jimi Hendrix playing in the background. I'm not struggling. Yeah, <laughs> my kids, my kids are trying to get a hold of me. Yeah, I, I tried you know. my phone, but I was so busy burying chocolate and Easter phone. eggs instead in your ass. I mean, <laughs> what the? All right. Well, I think from the hip, that's uh, some interesting topics that came up there, huh, boys? It really, it really is. But I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, Mike. Hmm. I know you've been struggling a lot lately with a lot of personal trials and and <laughs> struggles in bed. I mean, in in your head. <laughs> in your head? Oh. I think he said in bed. You might, you but, might you think know. that you need to go to a doctor or a therapist, which, you know, it's it, that's commendable. But yeah. one thing, I think you should go through those avenues. But I just want to ask, have you, you tried praying, not just praying, but earnest? Ah, uh, because if you're not, if you're just praying, yeah, you're like, the problem is there, but you got to pray more earnestly. I have to give myself a break because the problem is it's embarrassing because every time I pray really earnestly, that oh, it's the opposite for me happens. Well, you, know, pray, you know how to pray earnestly. You got to add a lot of, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Huh? You follow me? You know what I mean? Yes. Jeez. Huh? Earnest. Oh, no, earnest. <laughs> Certainly God knows what I mean. Pray earnestly, like like Ernest. Pray like Ernest. Earnestly, (laughs) he's got a better chance of making it to heaven than I do. For hell's sake! Oh God! All right. Oh, I mean, oh, now getting from the hip. I think we should do it more often. All right. Well, any final notes of wisdom by these three crazy? I I have to admit a personal note. I am going to in an hour engage in a sealing ceremony with my favorite oh. fuzzy bunny oh yeah is it so we, the fertility based ceiling yes, ceremony? we're gonna be together forever oh wow um congratulations yeah if you take that to its end point uh, yeah exactly and if nothing yeah. else all you want to remember to watch you may have heard it through us looking into the eyes of the prophet will melt your heart and yeah the spirit. he looks like that crazy dude wearing the amish hat in uh poltergeist three <laughs> where he's going around singing god is in his holy temple yes <laughs> he uh, sure looks, well, like, he looks that, like that well, a cross <laughs> between that and freddy krueger oh my god no kidding the older he gets exactly uh, exactly and uh if nothing else if you are struggling to know who christ is the portrayal of jesus in the mormon church is spot on he's white yep yep uh if you watch the video every time nelson would be like remember the savior and it would show this white handsome long-haired bearded fellow You'd be like, he's handsome. I hope that that's Christ. (laughs) He's white and delightsome. Spiritually. (laughs) He's actually from East L.A. And his name is Bubba. 
Oh, instead of, <laughs> instead of Easter, it's East LA. <laughs> Happy like, East like, LA. Like <laughs> Cheech and Chong, man. Uh, Happy Easter. All of those uh, pagan ex-Mormons out there that have decided to leave the one and only true <laughs> church, please go stuff your faces with chocolate. Mm. And remember that Christ wants you to eat that. All right, dudes. All right. Right. Take care. Mate. Have a great Easter. And hey, by the time you hear this, listen yes. in. love you guys. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Maybe Christmas. Or Christmas when you <laughs> hear this episode. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. As was exactly. mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.